0: Hello, welcome. You're listening to Feed Play Love, a bite-sized parenting podcast, a place you can find advice, understanding and support as you care for your small humans. I'm Siobhan Hunt. The coronavirus pandemic has had its silver linings. Working from home, slowing down, having more time, but it's also led to an increase in alcohol consumption, according to the Alcohol and Drug Foundation. I suspect that, particularly when kids were home from school and daycare, parents played a big part in that percentage. Craig Martin is the Head of Evidence and Innovation at the Alcohol and Drug Foundation and is also a father of two aged two children aged six and nine. Hi, Craig. How are you?
1: Good, thanks. How are you going?
0: Good. Um, so do we know amongst that increase, whether parents are included in the people who have been drinking more during the pandemic?
1: Yeah, we do. So um, the Alcohol and Drug Foundation, we recently did um, a poll of over a 1,000 parents um, and we found that one in five parents increased their alcohol consumption during isolation. And one of the key key parts of that was they highlighted that um, extra video socialising was a, a key factor in their increased alcohol intake.
0: Oh, really? I thought it would just be stress from being at home with the kids. So they they yeah. were going online and chatting to people and having a glass of wine when they did that.
1: Yeah, that's right. So they were, they were um, having kind of video catch-ups with their friends. And of those parents aged 18 to 34-year-olds were the most likely, with 31% of them saying that, extra video socialising prompted them to drink more. And I think we can all, um, especially as a parent myself, I think we're all incredibly aware of the challenge that COVID-19 has brought and and the stresses, especially when it comes to homeschooling and competing priorities and things have um, have really been a challenge for us. But I think one of the things that's really a lot of people aren't aware of is the way our own behaviours and attitudes towards alcohol plays one of the strongest roles in influencing our children's future behaviour and attitudes towards alcohol.
0: Yeah. I mean, the thing I was thinking, and I, I believe this was in your research as well, that it's easier to drink more when you're working from home because it's it's not like if you're in the office you're going to crack a beer at 4 o'clock. But if you've been at home all day with the kids trying to entertain them, trying to navigate the education curriculum and then it comes to three or four o'clock and it, it's just there in the fridge. I mean, is that part of why people have been drinking more as well? Because it's it's easier?
1: Yeah, certainly. So um, I think there's a, a range of different reasons that people are, parents particularly, drinking more during this time. And certainly a part of it is around to your point, just it being more accessible. So, you know, a lot of my friends, you know, would say that typically only get home from work at 6.30 and they'll have a glass of wine. But because they're working from home, you know, 5pm comes around and, you know, they'll they'll have a glass of wine um, at that time. And because it is just that extra, you know, one and a half hours, they, they, they're they kind of finding that they're drinking more than they would, wouldn't normally, which really aligns to, the statistics that we had from our, our poll. So
0: we know that drinking a lot isn't healthy, but what is considered a lot?
1: Yeah, sure. So um, the the latest draft, NHMRC, which is the National Medical Health and Research Council, um, they provide us with guidance around what what's kind of acceptable or not healthy, but to reduce your alcohol harms, What's kind of the, the number that you should try and stay under? And the draft guidelines at this stage are that no more than 10 standard drinks a week. And, and that's been coming down over the years as we're starting to understand more and more uh, the negative impact that, that alcohol has in terms of both short and long term harms to people's health and well-being.
0: I've got to say one of the things I noticed, I think, for me anyway, I know I was drinking more just in terms of having, I might have a beer a night or maybe yeah. two sometimes. And I yeah. I wasn't really noticing it, but I definitely noticed that I put on weight. Obviously yeah. too much weight gain is not great for anyone. What are the other effects on your health that that kind of drinking can have?
1: Yeah sure so you're right um alcohol is one of the most energy dense molecules and so i think a lot of people forget that when they do consume alcohol that actually the more alcohol you drink the more energy you are consuming and so you are more likely then to put on to put on weight obviously it is there are some individual elements in terms of how much alcohol and and how much activity and those sorts of things but definitely alcohol does contribute to weight gain. And, and those that do have a break from alcohol they tend to lose weight.
0: Um, you also, in your research, were finding, um, or perhaps it was research that was from overseas, was saying that it's not it's not great for sleep. And parents, I mean, sleep is just sacred. <laughs> I think if you gave a parent a choice between sleep and a drink, they would choose sleep. Um, yes, most people would think that it would help you to sleep like it would get you to sleep. What have you guys found out about that relationship?
1: yeah, it's a really good question and it's a fascinating one because to your point, alcohol is a depressant, and so when you consume alcohol, it tends to make you feel sleepy and and relaxed. Um, however, it does so what tends to happen is when you do consume alcohol you'll It'll help you often to go to sleep more easily. However, the quantity and quality of sleep is affected. So what tends to happen is you might have a couple of glasses of wine and then go to sleep and you find that you get to sleep okay, but then you're waking up earlier than you would normally have and you just aren't sleeping as well. Um, And so... We know based on the re- the research and the evidence that it's clear that alcohol does disrupt and leads to poorer quality sleep, particularly in that second half of the sleep cycle.
0: So would the Alcohol and Drug Foundation be encouraging parents just to be aware of how much they're drinking? And I mean, I'm always careful. I, I don't want to tell people to stop entirely, particularly yeah. when I know that it's nice to have a drink every so often, particularly when your kids have been driving you mad all day. But mm-hmm. would you just say, look, keep an eye on it and if you can, stay to that 10 standard drinks a week? Is that what you're trying to tell parents?
1: Exactly. Look, you know, I think many of us do enjoy a beer or a glass of wine and though those guidelines are really there to to reduce harm. And for those that are able to drink under the 10 standard drinks per week, whether that's a male or female you do reduce your risk substantially. Um, And and obviously, as I said, many of us enjoy it and we are going through a a very challenging time. From our perspective, we're really pleased to be able to offer people some really good information. So I'd encourage people to check out the Alcohol and Drug Foundation's website. We've got a drinking calculator to help people understand whether the amount that you drink is healthy or, or there may be risks. And I think, secondly, just being aware to your point around... The, the role that alcohol can play and how it can also make things a little bit more difficult. And what I mean by that is we know based on the survey that we did that um, two-fifths of parents, um, so 38%, reported heightened levels of stress and anxiety as being the major reason for their alcohol consumption during COVID-19 lockdown. And I think we can all relate to that. the the challenge is that whilst um, similar to sleep, Alcohol can make us feel relaxed. It can actually increase feelings of anxiety and stress um, over time. And so it's not really an effective way to manage stress and anxiety. And we are trying to promote people finding healthy ways to manage their stress and anxiety, such as exercise. So I think, again, if you're drinking under those 10 standard drinks a week, the risk of those sorts of issues um, is decreased. And I think that's kind of one of the key messages that we want to get across.
0: Yeah. Well, Craig, thank you for that. Um, It's very insightful. And we'll put links to the Alcohol and Drug Foundation website in our notes.
1: That's fantastic. Thanks very much for your time.
0: That's Craig Martin. He's the Head of Evidence and Innovation at the Alcohol and Drug Foundation. Feed, Play, Love is a babyology podcast produced and presented by me, Siobhan Hunt. I'd love to hear from you, so if you'd like to get in touch